Three Guys in a Mouse, Season 1, Episode 26. Hi guys, and welcome to another great episode of Three Guys and the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host George. What's up guys? And Hunter. Hey. I like that I said great without like any, anyone confirming that. We're, we're telling you it's great. Yes. You don't make your own decisions. <laughs> anyway, we've got some quick news, and then for our main subject, we're going to be giving you uh, our top five reasons why you should be visiting Disney Parks this year. So uh, let's get things started. Here we go. So to start things off, uh, I first wanted to start talking about the uh, Star Wars Blu-ray since uh, I know we really didn't get to talk about it last time. I've already watched all the features um, and I wanted to know uh, how you guys feel about, about all the special features that we got on it. I loved it. Like just... Bottom line, it generic was, answer. It was, it was <laughs> awesome. Uh, the, the big special feature, you know, what was it called? Uh, Reawakening the Force or something yeah. like that? That was, that was really, really cool to watch. I would agree. Like, that, that is definitely, like, a, a really great behind-the-scenes of, like, all the filmmaking process. Like, I really enjoyed it, especially since it's an hour. Um, Worth the hour. <laughs> I felt like it was really lacking in some parts, though. Like, A, I didn't get any audio commentary, which I was very upset about. Uh, that, that's just something I wanted. I just noticed that you're both wearing Star Wars shirts, too. <laughs> the same one. <laughs> anyway, I'm wearing an Angel shirt because I'm supporting my team. But, uh, you know, um, one thing I thought it was really lacking was deleted scenes. Because we know that there's a lot of deleted scenes out there, and we've heard about them. And they really gave us, like, only a couple of them that we knew of, and every deleted scene was only a minute long. Which I was just like, man, like, I know there's a lot more out there. I don't know if they're like holding on to it and planning to give it out later. Like, yeah. Hopefully there wasn't a blooper reel either. I know. <laughs> and, and then it's funny because like they they posted like a video of like John Boyega and Daisy Ridley. They did like a rap together um, at at the end. And I'm like, why didn't we get a blooper reel of that? Yeah, and there was actually some that uh, it's like some like stormtroopers like dancing and stuff like that. Did you see those? Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, they show it in the in the um, the reawakening the force of like everyone dancing around and stuff, and I'm just like, why didn't we get any stuff of that? Like, <laughs> Watching them have fun on the set. <laughs> yeah, I was also upset because like uh, anyone that has like the Disney movies uh, anywhere, like they, uh, if you pre-ordered it, you got an extra thing on it, um, which I didn't realize until I looked at the Blu-ray and was looking at the uh, deleted scenes. There's like a couple that I got extra on that. But then at that too, if you get the Target exclusive, it's not Target exclusive because you can only use it with the Disney Movies Anywhere app. So you have, you end up having to put it on the Disney Movies Anywhere app, and you get like the two extra features, which is one of them's uh, about Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. It's like eight minutes long, and then the other one's like eleven minutes long, and it's about the weapons. Like they're they're great features, but I'm like, man, why why do I have to hunt all of these down? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know, like, I, I felt like there was more that I wanted, and I almost feel like they're waiting to give you more later. Yeah. Also, on a uh, side note, I just read that uh, a, um, 
a theater like uh, franchise just announced that they, uh, this year they're going to be doing the original trilogy in theaters again, which I was excited for. And then I saw like the locations of their theaters, and I was like, oh, so we're not going to get to see it. That's great. We never get any of the fun stuff here in Vegas. Dude, there's only like one place in California that has it too. Like, so I'm just like, man, like, what's the point of that? They should have done a wide release of it. They should. For May the and, and that's the thing too is like the the whole point of it is that it's for May the fourth. Uh, so I'm just like, why they could have just done that in general? I'm pretty sure a lot of theaters would have taken it. They would have been like, well, I mean, we can throw out Batman v Superman and put Star Wars in there. I'd have paid to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I own those three movies. <laughs> I feel the same way. To see uh, Empire Strikes Back on the big screen, I would have definitely paid. For George, Return of the Jedi. That's the best one. I just want to watch the no Death Star blow up on a huge screen again. No one agrees. <laughs> I, wonder, uh, no. I wonder why they stopped, because you remember a couple years ago, they did like, they were doing Star Wars Episode One um, 3D, and after that, they just stopped. Um, I was actually just talking about that with uh, my wife. Like, So the whole thing was that it, it does cost a lot to, um, to do a movie in 3D, so the whole point is that it has to make back the money. So uh, it actually goes hand-in-hand in hand with Disney taking over, because Disney was also doing, you know, the 3D cuts. And then they did Lion King, which I know you know because you saw it. And we've talked about it before. It did so well that they actually kept it going for like a month. And um, because of that, they were like, okay, well, we'll do more. And then they did Beauty and the Beast, which I saw. We saw that. And the thing is, is that it did so little in money that it just basically, they were just like, it's not even worth it. Like, it didn't even make back the money we had to spend on it. And then that's the thing with Star Wars Episode One is that it did so little that they were just like, oh, I guess we won't do the rest. Which I, I was saying to him, like, if they really wanted to do a test, it should have been, it you know, Episode four. four. Yeah. It should have been A New Hope because that's mm-hmm. that would have been you like, okay, well, how many people are going to see this? Like, you know, the, the prequel trilogy, there's not a big enough fan base that are die hard for it to be like, they'll all come and see it. I mean, we saw it, but that's because we're Star Wars die-hard fans, but I mean, there's a lot of people that hate those movies. It's like, if you if you did, like, four and five, that's, those are the two that you're like, well, these are the ones everyone's gonna see no matter what. Well, you, you forgot six, by the way. No. <laughs> He's like, no. I didn't forget. <laughs> no, you know what I mean, though? Like, if you're gonna put your money down, it's like, right. people are gonna pay to see four, five, and, like, if you did Awakens, yeah, they'll see that. But I'm like, the other ones, it's like, I don't know if they'll come see these. You know, I don't think uh, The Force Awakens came out in uh, 3D. I haven't seen any of, like, any it of the did. It didn't, right? It did. Oh, it did? Um, I know because I wanted to see it in IMAX, but the only way you could see it in IMAX was IMAX 3D, which I did not want to see it in. Not worth the money for that battery. Yeah, <laughs> but I wanted to see it in IMAX. Yeah. It's like Batman v Superman. I want to see that in IMAX because I know a few of the shots were done in IMAX. But then the upsetting thing is they only do IMAX 3D and if you see it in IMAX by itself, you have to wait until like 1040 at night, which I'm like, I'm not. I mean, you barely had me wanting to pay to see this movie anyway. So I mean, (laughs) if that's the case, I'm not gonna pay. Anyway, (laughs) to move on. Um, So this is like actually a really huge piece of news that came out uh, the day that I posted the new um, podcast last week, uh, so it was announced that Tom Staggs, the COO, Chief Operating Officer of Disney, the number two in Disney, 
uh, abruptly announced that he was leaving Disney. Which this was a huge setback for Disney because the whole thing is that everyone knows that Tom Staggs and Jay Rizzullo, they were fighting over who was going to take over Disney after Bob Iger. So Bob Iger, of course, announced a few years ago that he would be leaving. First it was supposed to be 2016, now it's 2018. But uh, I guess what happened is uh, Jay Rizzullo, of course, he was the COO. Um, he ended up leaving because uh, he knew it wasn't him. Because the whole thing is he was in charge of the parks. And uh, that was how we got New Fantasyland. And New Fantasyland, the original idea was awful. It had all the girly stuff in it. It had, uh, you know, like... It had, like, you could go to Aurora's uh, cottage and help plan her Sweet Sixteen party. They had Pixie Hollow in it where you could go inside the tree and meet Tinkerbell and all her friends. And then uh, what happened was... Uh, um, uh, Bob Iger decided to flip him and he put Tom Staggs in charge of the parks and he said okay you, uh, you're in charge of the parks now and then Jay Rizzullo was in charge of like uh, the rest of the company you know like the studios and stuff and the first thing Tom Staggs did because he has boys, uh, he has sons he was just like what are boys going to do in New Fantasyland and they're like well, they, they could be a part of all this other stuff and he was like no and that's how we get seven my uh the seven doors mine train which is an awesome coaster way better than that awful coaster that they built for gringotts but uh yeah like so he did like a lot of great stuff and then of course jay rizzullo i think it was last year announced that he was leaving disney because uh it, it came with uh bob Iger announcing because bob Iger was ceo and coo and he announced that he was giving the ceo COO position to Tom Staggs, which was basically him saying, this is the guy who's going to take over when I'm gone. But apparently, the Disney, uh, Tom Staggs wants the Disney board to commit to him, and the Disney board said, you know, we're not going to commit to you, we're not going to promise you taking that CEO spot uh, when Iger's gone, so that's why Tom Staggs left. Dang. That's a very long explanation, but yeah, how, how do you guys think this is, uh, this is for Disney, though? Well, I know that originally when you told me. I wasn't too worried about it until I thought about it. And again, it came back to the other guy that was there with him. Uh, and they were fighting over that spot. And I didn't realize at the time how big of, of a deal it was that he was naming uh, Tom Sag COO. Because, like you just said, that was him saying, this is the guy who should take over. And I think it was also him saying, this is the guy I want to have take over. So the fact that Disney won't commit to him is a little a bit of a head-scratcher in itself. Well, it doesn't help either that uh, with that announcement, the next day, the uh, Disney stock actually dropped like 10 points, which is a huge drop to happen with one guy leaving. I, I just see it like it's, it's a, I, I know I see a lot of people who are like, I hate Tom Staggs. He wants everything to be connected to movies. He wants everything to be fun. And it's like, yeah, duh. <laughs> like, like, I can't, it's one of those things where I'm just like, when it really comes down to it, this is a guy that... You know, he saw it like we need to be, we need to be better. And, you know, there's certain parts like you can't really tell like how he would have been as a CEO, but it's like just what he's done as COO and as the, you know, uh, as the, what was it, like president of a parks division. It's just like you know that this is a guy that he at least could see things and be like, what are people gonna wanna do? I mean, that awful version of New Fantasyland. I remember when they first announced that D23, my first thought was, this sounds like a bust. Like, this <laughs> sounds like they're going to spend a lot of money for something people aren't going to come and see. But then you get the Seven uh, Dwarfs Mine Train, which, I mean, 
we all know we went down there specifically to see that coaster and it was awesome yep. especially uh the the animatronics work that they did was flat out <laughs> amazing and then of course like i like i said a second ago like the grand gods coaster everyone talks about as being great and then you go on it and you're like this is not great this was me watching a screen for almost the whole attraction yeah first off i don't think we can call like green gods coaster an actual coaster it's like it, it honestly feels like a motion simulator with certain coaster elements it's like the king Kong. yeah exactly yeah like uh, i i remember my dad's biggest thing is he he said too when we went on it he was like oh so this is basically indiana jones because that's what it felt like. A lot of it was just like, so this is just Indiana Jones. Well, like in the beginning, it's, I mean, you just do this drop, and then like that was it. And after that, you have to do like this mission, and then like yeah, it's the it's the screens, yeah. and then you do another second of a coaster in the dark, where so you can't see anything, and then you get to another screen. It was just bad. It's a bad show. Um, but that sucks for him. Yeah, I I think this is a big loss. Uh, there's a lot of talk of who's gonna take over now, because like. The whole thing is that now, like, the board was basically sitting back like we were going to look at other people, but if we had to, we had Tom Staggs in the, you know, uh, as backup. But it's like now they're now they're in a loss because now they're just like, well, now we have to figure out who it is, who's going to take over. Yeah, now that you said it like that, I, I completely agree with him leaving because he's essentially been told, well, you're the fallback option. Yeah. If we don't get who we want, we know we have you here. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, because Disney, Disney's very uh, well known for the fact that they've always hired from within for CEO. There's only been one case that they did, which was Michael Eisner. Now, the big issue is that now with Tom Staggs gone, the thing is there's no obvious candidate for the spot. So now they're going to have to take someone from another company. And that's where it gets tricky because it's like, well, who do you know actually cares about the Disney brand? Right. So like I mean I'm I'm here, Mr. Iger. <laughs> you you can contact us uh, on Twitter at Geo Disney and I'll take over no problem. But uh, I'll be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but uh, moving on. Uh, so March Magic has ended and in a big upset. I I do want to say at first uh, neither neither of us were wrong. Uh, we were all right last week when we <laughs> said uh, with our choices of who it would come down to because one of our choices was there. So it came down to Caribbean Cannonballs versus the Tower of Terror Bellhops. And in a huge upset, the Bellhops won. How are you guys reeling at seeing Tower of Terror as number one? I started laughing because I was at work and, you know, my Twitter thing went off and I was looking at it like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was sitting there like, I can't believe this. Yeah, that was basically my reaction. I was like, really? Dude, when I voted for it, and I voted for the Cannonballs because, uh, you know, I've said it before, Pirates is my favorite ride. I voted for Pirates, and I just see the, like, because uh, it gives you, you know, where it's at. It was like 64% for Tower of Terror. I was just like, what? <laughs> like, I was like, I think these people just want to see a new, uh, new king. <laughs> Did you also notice that they made small merchandise with the championship thing on it? Yes, I know. I was like, good, now I have a reason to start buying these t-shirts every year. <laughs> uh, I I do have to say, though, I wonder if a, if a lot of the voting for this has to deal with, you know, the big rumor that came out. I know we, we talked about how stupid it was, but the big rumor about Guardians of the Galaxy taking over Tower of Terror in Disney World, and which for I just want to bring up again. 
dumbest rumor I've ever heard. Like, probably the most ridiculous rumor I think I've ever heard. But, you know, I wonder if a lot of the voting for Tower of Terror was because of that. They wanted to show this is a ride that needs to stay there as, as it is. They're like, you gotta do it! You gotta do it for us! I, the <laughs> I thought they won because you were making fun of the Tower of Terror. It's like, in your face, Josh! <laughs> Perhaps. Everyone who lives in, like, just show off. <laughs> That, that might be why. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, back to our favorite park, Disneyland. Um, I wanted to bring up some uh, Star Wars Land construction is going on, and I know I was showing you guys the pictures, but uh, I'm very surprised how far ahead they really are on it, you know? Aren't you guys? Like, I feel like, man, they are really, like, at a... Like, I'm, I know before we were talking about snail space, but it's pretty obvious right now that is not the case. They are shooting hard to hit this date. Well, again, I think we discussed it before. They heard us say how slow they were going. Bob Iger called him and was like, you guys got to work faster. What is this? The guys have said that uh, <laughs> that Star Wars land isn't going fast enough. I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, no breaks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, yeah, to be honest, like seeing the pictures every week, it's pretty obvious that they are really, at, you know, just a, you know, they're at a crazy pace to get this thing going. But I feel like that's the thing, too, is it's like, to me, it's hearkening back to Walt Disney, because, like, as we all know, the, the most ridiculous thing about New Fantasyland is it took five years to build that coaster, which was ridiculous. But, like, it's pretty obvious with the Star Wars Land, and, you know, I feel like this goes hand-in-hand hand with the closures, is that they, they wanted to make sure we are going to get this thing done, and it's going to be quick, because also we're going to bring up, uh, too, that, you know, Harry Potter just opened at Universal, and it's like, that's going to be a huge cut into their business is people going down there. Of course, they'll be upset once they get there. <laughs> but, you know, people are gonna go there just to see what's going on. By the way, uh, when Star Wars Land opened, John Williams better be there performing too. <laughs> With the fireworks. <laughs> uh, Disney better, They. I really hope Disney saw that, you know, openings for uh, Harry Potter and were like, this is, this. we need to have John Williams come out here. Yeah. And J.J. Abrams. And <laughs> I want him there, just to be there. And BBA also. And Daisy Ridley. Just in the corner. And, <laughs> and all of them. Just all of them. Bring yes. them all. In costume. As character. <laughs> no, but... It's, except Harrison Ford. That just upset me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome if they did the opening and they had Kylo Ren come out, and then he takes the mask off, and it is Adam Driver, you'd be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, <laughs> Don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but, you know, uh, I'm really excited, though, to see that this is happening fast, because I know, like, we've discussed before, like, off-mic, uh, off I was going to say camera, but uh, off-mic, we've discussed before, you know, Disneyland is very famously was built in a year, and it's like, you look at everything now, and it's like, nothing happens that quickly anymore, but why? I know a lot of it had to deal with some illegal activities that happened, because, of course, you could overwork people back then, but the thing is, it's like, now it's like, now, to me, now it's just like it doesn't make sense that it takes so long. It's like I could understand two to three years. I can, I for a land, I could believe that. Five years for a coaster, it's like come on, something is insane right now. You know, I I 100% uh, agree with you. I I do understand. You know, you could overwork people back then, but you have to also think about it. We have a lot better technology. Technically speaking, it should only take two or so years to get these big pro these bigger projects done. Not only that, I mean, it was Walt Disney. Either you work or you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like, I mean, 
Even look at like the the new uh, the new Fantasyland that they did for Disneyland. Of course, uh, in 1982 to 83, when they rebuilt all of Fantasyland, like that didn't take years to do. It didn't take them five plus years to build that. You know, I could just picture someone like, "Hey, Walt, I broke my leg." Well, you have your other leg, right? Hop <laughs> <laughs> to it. I like to jump. I mean, you know, of course, there's like very famously too. There's like there were like a lot of bad things. Like you know, the cement wasn't actually done, or the asphalt wasn't actually um, done. So like people's uh, like heels were like cutting into it. Uh, they ran out of like, or they didn't have like enough um, drinks, uh, fountain drinks, and all that. Like, but you know, like it's. I, I just feel like things should be happening faster. Especially if, if we get everything going at this pace, imagine how awesome things will be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, moving on from that. So uh, Food and Wine is going on uh, at Di uh, Disney California Adventure. It's there from April 1st to May 1st. I wanted to point this out though because uh, one thing is that um, they haven't been doing this for five years. Because the last one was in 2010. They, were, uh, they started doing it in tw uh, 2006. Because as we all remember, Disney California Adventure was not very popular. So they started doing this to try to push people in. It's the same reason why Epcot always has something going on in it. But uh, then they stopped doing it in 2010 uh, as the, you know, um, redo for California Adventure was really getting underhand. Um, but they decided to bring it back. Um, I know I showed you guys the pictures. I was actually very impressed with how, they, uh, how it looks. Like, it looks very well done. I think the long break was kind of a, a blessing because coming back to it, like you just said, they're they're taking full advantage of it. They we saw the the mad tea party stuff that hasn't been taken down is being reused to, you know, use as stages and stuff, which is cool. Yeah, I agree. Like, uh, and, and I also really enjoyed like the annual pass holder stuff that I saw in there. I, I like that they're appreciating us still. Of course, with the blue sky seller is still a uh, annual pass holder. Anything you like in there, George? Um, Is it Guy Fieri? <laughs> yeah, he sold out. What do you expect? Yeah, he did sell out. <laughs> I was surprised to see that, too. No, it's just, I mean, like, I heard just a lot of good reviews about it, so, I mean, um, like you said, like, all the merchandisers, the, um, the, the annual pass, I mean, that's pretty cool. They, they also have, like, a lot of, like, food carts there for it, too. Which I, I'm interested in, um, of course, like, that that's like if anyone's been to, like, food and wine and stuff in Disney World, that's like a cool thing to see. I'm guessing that's, is it like during the day or like, is it at night? Yeah, it's, a, it's all day oh. as they're doing it. But I heard at night it's like really, really beautiful outside. I, yeah, I, just looking at the pictures online, like, I totally would say like, I, like, to me, I was originally thinking like, Eh, this is a whatever thing. But when I saw the pictures, I'm like, actually, this looks really awesome. Like, we need to see this. Yeah, it's funny how it goes from like, eh, I mean, if I'm there, I'll check it out, to I kind of want to just go out for this. <laughs> um, also, I wanted to throw in there, Haunted Mansion Zoom Zooms were announced to be coming out April 15th, so now we all have a hard date to get down to the parks for it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah they, they look pretty great, but... Yeah, that's the one bad thing is you're like, these are going to be gone. Right. Like, no way. Um, yeah, Harry po so Harry Potter's going on at Universal. Uh, I, I wanted to bring this up again because, you know, once again, like, uh, if you look at the pictures and stuff, I would definitely say if you don't, if you don't have, like, the money to head down to Florida, definitely it's worth your while to go to Harry Potter at Universal Hollywood. 
with that being said, I would also say it's not worth the money that they're that they've made the price because now that Universal's ticket price is 115 a day, <gasps> that's insane. Like that, like the whole problem is like I understand a lot of people are coming for Harry Potter, but Universal Hollywood is not worth over a hundred dollars. To me, it's not. It wasn't worth the eighty dollars it was before. Like, let's be real. It's it's crazy, right? Because you're, you're right. If you can't get down to Orlando, it's it'd be cool to go out there and see it. But the issue there is again, a hundred and fifteen dollars. You do realize for five, ten dollars more, I'm getting into Disneyland, which is an all-day park. I yeah. can do everything. Um, isn't that place a little bit smaller than Orlando, right? Or. It's the same. It's the same area. So it's uh, like it doesn't have the train. Does no, yeah, it doesn't have the train. It doesn't have the other part. Uh, it's as big as the Hogsmeade that they have currently, mm -hmm. except of course that it's missing the coaster that they have because they have um, dueling dragons, which is Dragon Challenge now. So realistically, it's smaller. But like, you know, and, and like I see a lot of great things about it. Like I, I would agree. Like some of it, um, like uh, they definitely took out of where it was like, oh, this didn't work that well at, you know, Universal Orlando, so we made it better here. But once again, it's like, I'm not going to spend that money to go there. Yeah. You know, I kind of, I don't know if you watched the video, the opening, um, yeah. how they opened the gates. I, I, I kind of give them applause because I think that was really, really cool. Because like in the beginning, like when the gate was closed, like the people for inside, they were like acting like... They're supposed to like shop around, and then when they open the gates, like the music came on, and then people were like running in. I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is, but but I, then again, like I'm not gonna pay that price for that. I mean, like I'd rather like save more money and just go to Florida to get a better experience. You know, yeah. I know. Like we were just talking about how uh, your family wants to do like a day trip to Universal Hollywood, which I was like. It's not even a full day trip, <laughs> let's be real. But um, it's like, that's a lot of money to pay for a day at Universal. That, that's my biggest issue. You know, not a lot of people ask me about, you know, Universal, but someone asked me, what do you guys prefer? Uh, either the Florida or the, you know, California. So I said Florida, because I mean, I, yeah. I never been to California, the one over there, but man, the Florida one, that was... what. Uh, the, the Harry Potter one. Oh yeah, I'll definitely choose the Florida one. Well, yeah, because you uh, at the least in Florida you get uh, the train, which like to me the train was a great ride. Certain parts of it are awful, um, like the train itself, awful, like because it's not a real train. The worst part about the train is that it backs up into the station, and when you see that, that is the ugliest sight ever. Right. Which I I love because like everyone applauds like Universal at trying so hard now. But now it's really getting to a level where I'm just like, you need to understand that was a bad show. A train backing up into the station is an ugly show. What is this, Back to the Future? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, when you see the train back up, like, you all remember when we were there, it was just like, oh, no. Oh, like, it, it's like, why is there a wall right there? <laughs> yeah, it, it looks oh. so bad. And then the train itself doesn't look like a real train, which I thought was weird. You know what, I got into a small argument with a coworker about this, because he was like, I think you guys just, you know, hate on it because it's not your thing. I'm like, no. We, we love Harry Potter. <laughs> I like, we try so hard to enjoy some of that stuff, but I'm like, in reality, you know what it really feels like? And I know that I might get a little flack for this. 
Like, it's like giving everybody the, uh, the at least you tried ribbons at yeah. sporting events. You're like, it is. no, you, you lost. That, that's how I feel with, uh, with um, Universal in general, is that everyone's like get, been giving them the participation award for trying, and now it's hit a point where, they're be, where people are going, they're better than Disney. And then I'm like, no, they're not. Like, it, it's almost like, you know, like, they're the Super Bowl champions, and uh, Universal is like... The, they're not even the ones that played against them in the Super Bowl. They're the ones that uh, in the playoffs like didn't make it as far. But everyone's going, this is the team though. This is the team that's going to do it. And you're like, they didn't even make it that far. What do you mean? <laughs> like, Basically, even, the car- they're the Cardinals. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, even with like technology, like uh, I was just thinking about it right now, like if you, like, they mostly have just like screens, you know? Yeah. Like, with uh, that's their big thing is screen technology. But it's like, you know, it, it looks cool in the. In the original Harry Potter ride, but you know, like like we've discussed it before, the Gringotts coaster that was one of our biggest issues was the screens because nothing was practical. So it was basically two second of dark coaster, which you couldn't see anything, so you didn't really know what was going on. And then you would see a screen with a scene, and then you would move on, and it was just like there was nothing in it. I will never forget. Uh, it's a forgettable ride. Like when we went there. They give us like three three D glasses. Like, what is this? Yeah. Oh, I get the word. Why? Why? Always <laughs> <laughs> reacts to. I can already tell I'm not going to enjoy this now. It's funny because I know I know we talked about it a little while ago, but I would still say like Harry Potter and the uh, was it Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey is definitely one of the best rides I've ever been on. But that's the thing is they got too they got too uh used to uh you can tell that what happened is they saw the screen technology and they were like we don't even have to do anything else they're like we could just put the screens up there and it's like but that's not like you don't connect to the ride as well like i know like for me that ride like that ride like my favorite parts are like the whomping willow which i was able to touch with my foot uh the (laughs) dragon the Death Eaters, uh, or Death Eaters, the Dementors coming up to give you the kiss, terrifying. Like, those are things you remember. You don't sit there like, remember the part where you're following the screen and he's just uh, going around and then you see Hagrid for a second and then you're like, whatever? See, that's the thing about Universal. I mean, like, the way I see it, anything with the screen, like, it's just a lazy work, you know? Yeah. At least, like, for example, like, uh, the Little Mermaid, you know, they're all, like, like robots, you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. all trying to like move around until and I you, like see the screen. You connect to the to real. It, it it looks like they took a little bit more time instead of like oh they just record something and then boom that's it. You know it, you know it's funny because this also parallels like the whole argument we had about Star Wars, where you get the prequel trilogy where nothing nothing was real because everything was uh, you know green screen, and then you get the new one like you know Force Awakens. And they were really big on everything needed to be practical because J.J. Abrams said you don't connect to it when you know it's fake. And it's like, yeah, Star Wars is fake in general. We know that. We're not dumb. Yeah. But the thing is, is you connect better with physical. Like, you, when you see things really happening, you, you connect to that. And, you know, like, that's why Fast and Furious movies are awful. It's, well, all, it's all CGI. That's... <laughs> Actually, you know... Uh, even if you like those movies, uh, I watched like the one okay. that they have uh, at Universal, the you know, as part of the um, Backlot Tour, which isn't a Backlot Tour anymore, which is ridiculous. But that Backlot Tour one, like you watch that video and you're just like, this is stupid. Like you're like, you're really, you're really stretching it here. 
Like, one of the most ridiculous parts is when uh, Dom throws a chain on the, on the bus and pulls you. You're like, this is stupid. You're like, this, this is just so dumb. No, dude, like, when I saw that part, I was like, really? <laughs> like, he just jumped? <laughs> Oh yeah, that was oh, man. bad. It's so it's like, ridiculous. He, he, he jumped like a like a I think it was like a semi truck or whatever to another truck. It was like what the? How is that reality? Yeah, yeah, so, all right, I can believe a lot of stupid stuff that I can happen, <laughs> but this is stretching it, guys. Yeah, that, that's really what it was. Um, enough hate though. Like I would definitely say, uh, like I'm just gonna say it. Um, you say know, it. Universal Hollywood, uh, especially with Wizarding World, it's definitely worth a visit. It's not worth... For one day. <laughs> yeah. It's not worth multiple days. It's not worth going to and just making that your whole trip to California. But if you're a local and stuff, it's definitely worth seeing. Actually, um, going back to what my family said, they wanted to do two days. Like, two days? Are what are you, you going to do the second day? They'll be like, they be sitting there. You guys want to go on that ride a fifth time? Not really. Maybe neither. <laughs> um, also, like, uh, right here... Yeah, uh, right here um, at the end, I did want to bring up too that uh, Disney World, of course, has their construction going on. Um, we saw some better pictures, though, of what's going on for Toy Story Land. And one thing that they pointed out on uh, Mice Chat that uh, I know I was showing you guys is that they actually point out that at the very bottom of it, you can see um, or, uh, on the very corner of it, they actually have like Star Wars Land, you can tell, is like right next to it, which was like... Uh, which I love too, because like you can tell looking at the picture that it's a subtle like change into Star Wars, not like you know Universal Hollywood's change into uh, Wizarding World. Like my buddy posted pictures of it, and I was so upset. It's literally Springfield, and then you step right over, and it's the gates to Hogsmeade. And I'm like, oh okay, so there's no oh transition. So no, you, so they they put put it right next to the, like the uh, Terminator stuff. So right there yeah. right oh my god so you're saying it's right next to the elevators where you know when you're going down to, to jurassic park right um it's a little further than that because i believe it takes over actually where like uh terminator 2 and all that was uh -huh. but it's like so um so that whole like area over by back to the future or where back to the future was right is now springfield uh -huh. like including the uh uh, Doc Brown's chicken is right, now. Right, it's like Crested yeah. Crown, right? Um, but like that all is, di uh, it's all Disney, it's all <laughs> Springfield, and then like, basically it's like, then you have Hogsmeade right there, like it, immediately. It's just like that place, I mean, I remember because there was like uh, Terminator, it, it's a small area, like I, I just can't picture it like, you know, big. Well, you know? I know they had to extend out from where it was because, you know, they of course had to build the, uh, the um, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey co uh, ride because it's a huge ride right but then that's the thing is that that's also why like there's a lot of like spots like i've shown you pictures where you can see like the show building and like it's just bad show like all around <laughs> with the crudely painted trees yeah um i i will say i like that but at first they didn't do that so it was sure, just like just dude like building. you know it's like it really took people complaining for you to realize you needed to cover that up that's that's universal storytelling for you uh, really quick back on the uh, construction wall thing. We also were talking about uh, Slinky's roller coaster, which I didn't notice until you pointed it out. In the little area, like around the ride, there's like building blocks and stuff like that, which is pretty cool in itself. The only gripe we have, or that I still have, is the unnecessary giant Buzz Lightyear. Which yeah, makes yes, no uh, sense. 
I don't like the idea of a 20-story Buzz Lightyear and Woody, like, like, like I've said before, like the one that they have in, um, was it Hong Kong? Just, no. Like, I don't want to see like, that. Like, where are we supposed to be? Like, little army dudes or something? Like, <laughs> Yeah. And, and then at that, too, like, the huge Buzz Lightyear, it makes it so it's like, so are we not going to have the meeting right there? He's, he's sitting right here. <laughs> I, I do, I honestly feel like for the construction at Hollywood Studios, the Toy Story Land is the weakest one. But, you know, I, I feel like at the same time, it's like, it kind of reminds me of, like, Bugs Land, where it's like a land that, like, you're just like, eh, whatever. But then at the same time, it's like, you can tell that they're, it looks like they're at least doing a good job of it right. with what they're trying to do. And, you know, we're all uh, Toy Story fans, so, I mean, either way, it's, in, I mean, it's still going to be good. I'll check. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're Toy Story fans. That's my favorite movie, so I'll, we'll end up sitting over there. Yeah, um, but, you know, the main thing was is on Mice Chat, they definitely pointed out that um, in the Dateline Disney World, they, they point out that you can see the transition into Star Wars, which... You can see, like, you just see trees starting to build up, and then you can almost see, like, it looks like a fortress, almost. So mm -hmm. it's like, uh, you know, of course, like, that's what they do best, is transitioning. Gradual change until you're like, oh, look, I'm here now. You know what they should do? They should bring back, like, the old school, like, Buzz and Woody, like, the box, with, the, you know, with the cloud and uh, the baby blue in the background. They should bring mm. back, like, you know, bring back, back that, you know. I'm gonna be bad. That's memorable stuff right there. I would actually like if uh, if they had the Buzz Lightyear box as a like a photo, photo op. <laughs> I would like that. <laughs> but I don't think they'll have the, the like, little gun, like, right? The little blaster thing they that they used to sell. Did uh, no, no, they still sell they still sell blasters and stuff. Like that's the thing is they don't sell anything that looks like a gun. Like that could be mistaken as a gun. They don't sell. But if it's like a blaster, I notice that they still have those. So, I have a question. Because they have guys. the Star Wars blasters. Yeah. So, what do you guys expect from, like, uh, like uh, Toy Story Land? Like, what do you guys, uh, like, you know, like, what to, do you guys expect? To me, it's, basically, it's Toontown. So, it's going to be a land that's realistically for kids. But, uh, but, you know, this is a park that I would definitely say they're hurting because there is nothing for kids to do. So, they need it, but at the same time, it's annoying. Yeah, you know, I, I can agree with you that I got the uh, Bugs Land feel out of it. You're like, uh, it, it's probably going to be a stopover. I mean, I'll probably end up enjoying it because I, I'm so biased towards anything Toy Story that even if it's just, even if it's not living up to my standards, I'll probably say, it's good. You know, that, it's, it's hard too to like compare it because it's like you can't help but look at the pictures and go, it looks like they're going to do a good job of it. But it's just like, it just rubs me wrong. Yeah, like, I don't know, I don't picture it as Bugs Land, like, that much. Like, I understand they have, like, it's really, like, kids, right? But I don't know, like, there's something about it, it's like, you know, it seems different, seems smarter. Right. Uh, I don't know, it, it's, it's hard to tell, just looking at pictures of concept art, especially since you know things are going to change, too. But, um, it's just, I, it just rubs me wrong. <laughs> it's just, like, I look at it and I'm just like, this is obviously supposed to be for kids. Um... But then at the same time, it's like, it can't be that bad. Right. No matter what. It can't be bad. Especially since I live for kids' rides. <laughs> yeah. I get on Pooh Bear by myself, and I'm that weird guy. You're what? that guy, huh? <laughs> I just want to go bouncing and trotting with Tigger. Leave me alone. <laughs> of course, time will tell about it. Um, yeah. But I think that's going to do it for the uh, news, and we'll be back in a second with our main topic. 
So as we were just talking about like uh, all the construction stuff, uh, we, uh, that brings us to our main topic, which is, uh, you know, of course, like the top five reasons why you should uh, visit Disney parks this year. So like one thing online is you see a lot of complaints about construction going on, which is funny because on the other side for Universal, they're like, it's just nice to see things happening. And you're like, oh, okay, but for Disney World, you think it's not worth going to, <laughs> but whatever. But, you know, that that's the thing, is, like, we feel like Disney parks are always worth going to, so we wanted to bring up some of our reasons why we think you should visit a Disney park this year. First, we're going to start off with Disneyland, just because that's our home. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we're going to go through our top five, and, uh, you know, number one, we're just going to say, it's Star Wars. Star Wars at Tomorrowland is definitely a reason why you go to Disneyland right now. Yeah. And with that, I would say number two is Hyperspace Mountain, because Hyperspace Mountain is amazing. It is. Really quick, just to piggyback on you, we spoke about this off mic. Yes, this, this one does in fact deserve its own spot. <laughs> yes, Hyperspace Mountain, definitely. Um, but uh, going back to the Star Wars stuff, like, you know, Launch Bay is an amazing thing to see. They're constantly uh, changing things and adding things. Now we've got Superhero HQ is going down, and it's going to reopen as... Uh, what's rumored to be like a Star Wars Land preview. So that's something you want to see. Um, you know, they've got the... Uh, uh, the meet and greets. The meet and greets. The Kylo Ren is especially amazing. Boba Fett, if you can see him, is awesome. Uh, they've got stormtroopers walking around. I was just talking to one of my friends who is not a Disney fan, and he said that when he saw the stormtroopers walking around, he followed them all through the land because he thought it was so awesome. And I was just like, that's so funny. And he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, he told me that actually, because he doesn't like going to Disneyland, but he goes with his family every so often. He said that he told his wife and uh, kids that they should go back because he wanted to see more of the Star Wars stuff. He wanted to spend more time in there. Like, to me, that's definitely it. And, uh, of course, uh, lastly, I want to say the uh, Jedi training. Great thing to see. Mm -hmm. uh, just to go back on the Stormtroopers, I remember when we were there for, like, the opening part of uh, Season of the Force. They were walking around and... I wasn't going to do it at first until I saw some other kids doing it. These two girls followed the, uh, followed the stormtroopers and got to take a selfie with them. I was going up to do this. They walked into the little back area. I was so upset. I was like, I, I, I wasn't going to do it because I wasn't sure if I was allowed to. Hunter is the one from, uh, from Superman, the dad with the hand. Yeah. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, to go back, uh, I know I jumped it a little, but uh, so for number two, Hyperspace Mountain, though, like, and, and I know we've gotten way in depth on it before, but... <laughs> You know, this is definitely, like, as much complaining as, uh, you know, quote-unquote Disney fans have done, this is a ride that every person I know that has gone lately, they ask me what they should do specifically, I tell them Hyperspace Mountain, and every time they tell me that was worth the trip, that one ride. Hands down. Yeah, and it's it's that thing. If you're at all a Star Wars fan, you get to be in the dogfight, and that's how it feels, is you get the real feeling of what it would be like to be in a dogfight between, you know, the Rebel Forces and the, uh, you know, the Empire or the First Order. And, you know, it's terrible. Again, same co-worker I was speaking with, because uh, I, I told him I don't like the, uh, the screen effect stuff, and he's like, oh, Hyperspace Mountain screens. I'm like, but they do it the way you should do it. Yeah, it's, where it's like light things. It's, it's light not things. what the It's not what the ride is based around. And, and not only that, but again, uh, when, when they made, I remember when they made Star Wars at Special Features, like, you know, the point that everybody loves the, the trench scene because it's a World War II style dogfight and being there and, you know, hearing the, uh, hearing the audio of people say, oh no, you've got one on your tail, you're sitting there, 
blast it. I don't want to go down. Yeah. Or my my favorite part, uh, and I always tell people, and they always agree that it was definitely a part where you you genuine genuinely jump is the Tie Fighter coming at you when it when they flash at it and they show it in front of you. That genuinely scares you, where you're like, oh my god, like we need to get out of here. Yeah. It'd be cool if they add on a little uh, steering wheel so you, at least you could <laughs> pretend to fly. Stay on target. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, I, I also forgot to mention, um, you know, uh, for for the Star Wars stuff too, though, like there there's just so much going on. You've got the, you know, the TIE Fighter popcorn bucket. Uh, you can get the BB-8 sipper cup. Um, the the food doesn't look that good. I, I, I'm going to say that again. The black bun burger. I don't need my poop turning green. <laughs> I know George got on on this, but I just want to say that again. Uh, one thing I uh, especially love is like the merchandise that they have going on. Cause like uh, you know you they have so much Star Wars like clothes for adults, and like I, I'm super love it. And yeah, the phone cases, uh, the D Tech, of course. Like these are things that I'm so happy to see. And then like. Even the lightsabers, like I love that the the lightsabers, like the Force FX style ones, that they have so much of those going on now. Which now they have the uh, blue lightsaber, they have the um, Luke or Ray, whichever one you want to say it, as the blue lightsaber. They have the um, Kylo Ren lightsaber, and they have Luke's green lightsaber. <laughs> so like, like I know I'm gonna buy them when I head back there. I think the Luke one, the the green one is, um, I really like that one. I'm probably gonna buy that one. Um, sorry. Right. Oh, okay. Well, uh, no, I agree with you, Josh. Uh, I mean, even when you get inside, like, you can easily be there for at least, like, half an hour to an hour just looking around all those things. I, I would definitely say, like, I, uh, like, I know my friend just told me he spent his whole day in there, and he still felt like he needed to be there more. And, and he even told it, because his family, like, uh, he said that his uh, wife and daughter got upset and they were like, are we going to do anything else? And he's like, well, you guys can go on. He's like, me and my son, we'll stay here and just Star Wars our whole day, which they did. First off, that's how you vacation. <laughs> Second of all, you know, I agree 100% with all this stuff. The merchandise, I remember sitting in there. Just walking around, I was like, I need all of this stuff, and I need it now. I wish I had more money. My, my only complaint with the merchandise is I would say, like, all of the Force Awakens stuff is for kids. Like, I, I'm upset that they don't have more Force Awakens shirts and stuff for adults. Because, like I, like, I would love to have, like, a shirt with, well, I do have shirts. But, uh, you know, I would love to have shirts with, like, Ray and stuff on it. I would love to have that jacket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or like you know, like uh, yeah. I would if they had Finn's jacket, I would buy that in a heartbeat. That that's just too quick. Um, but you know, uh, to to move on from like our obvious Star Wars love, uh, you know, one thing too is like, of course, like um, actually I forgot to write it down as this, but the 60th is still going on, and that's like a big thing to see. Cause uh, one one thing, of course, is like the things you get with it. Like, you get a lot of special merchandise, you have, uh, like, if you're a nostalgist, there's so much to see, but one thing specifically I would say is, like, the, the new fireworks show, the Disneyland Forever fireworks show. That is a show you have to see, especially with the projection technology that they use on the buildings. That's, like, a, a worthwhile show to see. And, and then, of course, uh, going hand-in-hand with that, Paint the Night is, like, this is definitely a must-see. Like, you have to, and at that, too, like, I know a lot of people 
will sit there. Like, if you're, like, the most pessimistic, you'll be like, I've seen Paint the Night. It's like, no, bro. Like, this is something you see every time. The last time I was out there, man, we, uh... We were at first gonna get food somewhere else, right? And then we realized what time it was, we're like, hey, Paint the Night's gonna start. And we're like, we're, we're sitting on Main Street. I was like, and me and James looked at each other, I'm like, dude, I don't even care. Let's do Plaza and get some fried chicken and sit and watch this thing. And that's exactly what we did. It's amazing how, you know, before they just waited for the fireworks to start. Now they're waiting for the, the parade because they really wanted to see it, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, that That's the thing is, like, they definitely... You know, and mind you, Disneyland didn't really need to revitalize their nighttime experiences, but definitely Paint the Night and um, the Disneyland Forever, it has definitely revitalized that nighttime show for them. Uh, especially, I know before they were just, they would just do Soundstational at night, and it was just like, there was no, re there was no difference. Um, but you know, lastly for Disneyland, I wanted to say like, uh, almost everything is available, because I know like, one thing I hear a lot from uh, complainers online is that, uh, you know, oh, you know, there's so much uh, closed this year for Disneyland. And it's like, it's not, though. It, realistically, the rivers are closed and Big Thunder Ranch is closed, which you weren't going to before anyway. Trust me. <laughs> no way can anyone try to tell me that Big Thunder Ranch was something that people was were going to every day. They were not. And then... Um, you know, uh, lastly, of course, the, their biggest loss, realistically, is the train. And I've said it before, like my daughter loves to say to me every time we go, she goes, train, train, because she wants to go on it, which, sadly, she can't. See, that, that's sad, because that's like <laughs> snack time, you know, you sit down yeah. and you join your ride. But, you know, that's also a thing where it's like, I'm willing to have that down for, you know, something new to be coming in. I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Exactly, I mean, minimum closures is a big thing, and I and, hate the fact that people are complaining about this. Well, even at that, like, uh, when I was showing you guys the pictures, like, they've done a really good job covering up the sight lines, so you don't really feel like, you don't really feel that much of it. Mm -hmm. I will say, like, you can hear it, though, like, you can definitely hear it, and then, like, from the parking garage you can see it, but, you know, for us as Disney fans, we love to see new things happening. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. But uh, to move on to the harder sell, I would say, is uh, Walt Disney World. So first of all, I just want to start off, Disney World, when it really comes down to it, there's four parks. So like, that by itself, like, realistically, because there's only one park that really has the construction going on. Mm -hmm. You could say um, Animal Disney's Animal Kingdom, but it's not. Disney's Animal Kingdom, it's Avatar Land, and Avatar Land is in an area that what used to be the meet and greet area, so no, like, no one's really being hurt by that. That's, um, a, that's dumb, though, because yeah. people, people were complaining about that one, too. You're like, did you really go to the meet and greet area? Yeah, you know, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Camp Mini Mickey? Like, no one was going there. Like, let's be real. Um, but, uh, you know, like, of course, Disney Hollywood Studios is the hard sell, because mm -hmm. half of that park is closed right now. But, uh, you know, I wanted to start off with the sell for that, as being the same cell, which is Star Wars is there. You've got the launch bay, you have their Star Wars fireworks show. They just started doing the uh, Galaxy Far Far Away show, so you get to see all of the new characters and stuff. Um, like, just start, like, and you can tell too, like, when I was just there in January, it was so packed in Hollywood Studios, you would not have guessed that half of the rides are closed. And you get to meet, like, Kylo Ren, like, that show. Yeah. It, that's the thing though, it's like Star Wars is definitely like, yeah, I know a lot of people want to complain that, oh, it's just because the new movie, but it's like, it's not just that, it's that A, Star Wars has always been an amazing, like, 
big thing for people. But at that, we just had an amazing, phenomenal movie. Mm -hmm. So now, like, you know, it, it's almost like the Avengers movies. Like, people were, like, on board with the cinematic universe, but then the Avengers movie really hit it home, where it was like, this was so good, people were like, now... People who were, like, casual comic book fans were now diehard for this universe. And I know that's what Warner Brothers wishes it could make, but this is de that's definitely what they've done with Star Wars right. and, of course, Marvel. And, and with that, even though half the park is closed, uh, you still have a couple of really good rides that you can go, you know, have fun on. Like, for instance, I love Rock and Roller Coaster. And you've also, in that same area, you've got Tower of Terror, which is the good, is the best Tower of Terror, you know? Yeah. The only one that should be there. <laughs> Not on this again, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I'm kidding. So, uh, I, I don't understand and, the complaints. Well, you've got Star Tours, too. Yeah. You've got the Indiana Jones show, which is actually an awesome show if you watch it. Uh, one Man's Dream is there. Toy Story Midway Mania. Great movie ride. Like, these are definitely, like... The one thing I will give is, like, everything that's still open are things you would actually go see. Mm -hmm. Like, the big Aside ones. Aside from Muppet Vision. No. <laughs> but nobody Muppet does Vision Muppet Vision. Is, <laughs> Muppet Vision is open, but, you know, I, I don't know if anyone's going that far into the park anymore. But besides, there's four parks, you know? Yeah, I agree. That's like, what it really comes down to is there's four parks. And that's the thing, too, is we wanted to say is park hopping. You can park hop, and that makes it so that... Even if you don't want to spend all day at Disney Hollywood Studios, which I would honestly say you did not, it was not evident when you were there. But uh, if you don't want to spend all day there, you can just park hop to another park. So that's a that's a big thing too. I will say when I was just there, we were doing one park one day, and I we perfectly were in Disney Hollywood Studios and didn't mind. And mind you, we didn't ride anything while we were there. Uh, we ate there and we went to Launch Bay, and that was it. But that was the thing, it's like, we were fine with that. We were like, oh, this is, you know, that by itself. So just to remind everyone, you just went to Florida. And Jawas, <laughs> by the way. I forgot, Jawas. Yeah. Yes, I, I just want you all to know again. I was, in, I was just there. But uh, <laughs> uh, another reason, though, is Fantasmic is still going on. Yeah. And true, like, I've watched it. It's not, it's not as good as ours. The thing is, is ours is closed. So if you're a Fantasmic fan, it's there. And then not to mention, it's in a stadium style, so you can actually sit down and watch it. It's not, you know, you uh, get your fast pass and you have to go and line up and then you're all standing there, you know, nut to butt or whatever. <laughs> you still stand. Like, you don't sit down. Uh, no, the Fantasmic there has seats in no, it. No, I meant like in California. No, that's what I'm saying is, uh, is oh, that's, so they have that on us. Yeah, uh, they, they plan for that to be a state, you know, have a big stage for it. And unfortunately, you do miss out on a Peter Pan scene. But I think... Because it, it's Pocahontas. Yeah. And in reality, even though the scene's not as good, you know, it's still cool because like, well, Aren't they going to add Kylo Ren? Maybe they add <laughs> Kylo Ren there. Mickey Mouse? <laughs> 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 I just got this rental picture of just Kylo Ren coming on stage. Brum, brum, brum. <laughs> I can see, I can see your dreams. <laughs> Join me. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, just like, oh, I won't do that. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that. Um, you know, another, another thing I would definitely say, though, is uh, Disney Springs is something I love. Like, I loved it when I was out there. Now, uh, we've said this before. Downtown Disney before was kind of like, it was a bust. It was just like, you had World of Disney, Lego Store, and, of course, I know George doesn't want us to forget 
the uh, huge um, Christmas store. <laughs> uh, my wife loves that store. Dude, I'm so but, surprised, like, man. That, those are the things you do there. But then, like, you know, that was it. Disney Springs, though, like, uh, has brought really new life into that area. And mind you, like, when I was there, it was still construction going on. There were a lot of people, though. And then one thing, too, is that I just felt like, uh, you know, I just felt like a new interest in it because it looks better. Like, having that kind of, like, 1930s, like, look to it, it just felt more like, um, you know, it felt more like a mall you would actually want to go to. Like, downtown Disney's, to me, like, always feel like, you know, just a bunch of stores. But, like, uh, you know, almost like an outlet mall. But, like, having the central theming of Disney Springs, I really enjoyed. And uh, it's definitely worth going to. Yeah, unfortunately, I haven't been able to see it yet, but I follow them on Instagram, because they have an Instagram account. And yeah. I remember being there on our trip, and when we went to Dan Dan Disney, we had a good time, because we always find a way to have a good time over there. But, you know, seeing the photos, I'm like, I'm like, man, I really need to go see this. I could probably spend a full Dude, the, day sitting over there. One, one thing I wanted to mention too is the food. The food is so good. Like we we went Ooh. to Morimoto, uh, what is it, Morimoto Asia I think is what it's called, but oh my god. That was like definitely probably the best like Asian food I've really ever had at a price like that was a little insane. But so, Especially when you compare it to uh, the, the Japanese pavilion or whatever. <laughs> Oh yeah, the Japanese the pavilion at Epcot that serves you dog food. <laughs> so bad. Um, you know what was really cool too is in the restaurant for Ellie, uh, as like uh, their kids menu, it was actually pieces of paper and like uh, instructions on how to make origami like creatures, which I was like, too cool. Of course Ellie didn't understand that and we built them for her and she didn't care, but <laughs> you know that was a really awesome thing though. Um, I know you guys can't add much because you weren't there, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, evil laugh. <laughs> no, but uh, lastly, I want to say you know it's that same thing though. It's the updates. You know, um, you know, there's not a lot of a lot of the parks like have everything still going on, but at that too, it's uh, great to see things going. Like when you see construction walls, I notice that it really has like an opposite feeling. It's not you sitting there like, oh, all this stuff is closed. It's you going, oh, I wonder what's coming. You know, it's really, uh, it's nice to see that things are coming. We need to come back and see this stuff when mm -hmm. it's happening. Like, that's how real people react. Like, us Disney fans, we get mad like, oh, uh, why was Luigi's down for a whole year? Most people didn't see the walls up and go, oh my goodness. Like, only we were thinking that. But that's because we're there all the time. People who, like, casually come, they see construction walls and they think to themselves, I have to come back to see this stuff when it's there. Mm -hmm. So if anything, it really gives a re you know, a re-visit uh, uh, quality to it. Yeah, I mean, exactly, and I'm just gonna jump on that idea is, you see it and that's your first thought. Man, I can't wait to come back here when, you know, uh, what's it called, Pandora's here, when Avatar Land's here. I can't wait to come back when Star Wars Land is complete. And it, that's how I feel, And honestly. to a lesser extent, Toy Story Land. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're pushing the Toy Story Land really hard. I think because they know that that's like the weakest uh, offering they have. But I, I've also heard that that one's going to get open sooner, so it, maybe that's why, too. Well, looking at it, I mean, it's not that hard. It's, yeah, and they're if probably... If they do it the Hong Kong style. <laughs> they're probably also pushing it because they know that's the way harder to sell. Yeah. Because um, of what, it, what they probably think we're thinking. But, um, you know, uh, lastly, uh, of course, we have our honorable mentions. What are some honorable mentions you guys have? I know what the first one is off the bat. <laughs> Well, for all of us, I think we all agree the water parks by itself is, yes. is great. It almost made it into one of the 
the, definitely the water parks. Like uh, I know we were just talking about it for our trip in uh, October. So we were saying, um, uh, we were saying, so it's ten days, two days of travel. You know, the first and last. So that really gives you eight days. Uh, we're already gonna give that one because it's gonna be Universal Orlando. I guess. Like we know that. What's one day? <laughs> but we know we'll go into a park. But um, we were looking at it and we're like, you know, one of the days is definitely a water park. Mm -hmm. That's definitely on our list. Like we have to do. Um, I, I know we've gone on uh, at length about it before, but like the water parks there are just so awesome. And that's considering like we live in Vegas and we have a couple water parks and they are subpar. Like they don't even heat the water, which is annoying. Like because you know it's hot out here, but. You know, chlorinated water is cold. Like, like the chlorine. That's one of the effects of chlorine in the water is it actually keeps it cool. But that's the thing is like it makes it so that you get in there and you're like, <laughs> no, dude. The first time I went to our water park, like the wave pool, I, th I thought it was pretty cool. But when you're telling me, no, dude, wait until you go to Florida. Oh my God, that typhoon. wave, <laughs> Typhoon Lagoon is that, right that. Look, that's the wave, dude. That oh, man. that pushed me out. I felt like the world <laughs> is ending, you know. <laughs> what was it? We went all we went as like far as we could get. We swam on the wave. We got we're like, whoa. We got we're back at the smashed beach. by the wave, <laughs> and then we got up and we got hit by it again because <laughs> it had thrown us that far forward. <laughs> I yes, remember. the the water parks are a definite must, though. Right, like. <laughs> Anyone going, like, I know, like, uh, before I used to be really big into, like, before I had ever gone to one, I was always like, you know, why would they even build those? Like, who's gonna go do that? Like, you know, like, Disney Quest, like, you're just like, who's gonna do that? But the water parks, like, when you go, you're just like, oh my god, this is so, <laughs> this is definitely worth seeing. And you know, not only, not only the, like, the wave pool, like, also, like, the slides, whatever, they're really fun. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. That, um... That's what I'm saying though, is like the water parks in general, that's something you have to visit and you have to experience. Like, uh, there's no better way to say it. It's a, it's a water park done by Disney, which really gives you the fact that it's amazing. Not like that, uh, I don't want to get really detrimental, but the one that Universal is planning for Orlando, and everyone was like, it looks so cool, and you're looking at the picture like, that's Typhoon Lagoon. You're like, that's all this is. This is Typhoon Lagoon. You're a thief. Yeah. <laughs> like, they didn't even try that hard to cover it up. They're like, well, uh, the idea is uh, you go to an island, and uh, in the middle there's a volcano, and you're just like, so Typhoon Lagoon. That's what you're describing to me, is Typhoon Lagoon. And then they say, no, but there's not a boat there, you see. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever. Um, I, I do know a, another one of our... Um, you know, honorable mentions we want to say is the resorts. Because, like, resort, like, a lot of people don't seem to understand, like, when you go around to the resorts, they are actually really, like, something you have to see. Like, uh, I know, well, like, we've gone to a few already. Um, actually, no, not for you. <laughs> well, I went to the uh, Art of Animation. Yeah, when you were with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> we're just being rude. Uh, no, but... No, like, uh, you know, like, I like uh, I think I've been to the most so far. Yeah. But, like, um, actually, it's it's hard to tell because I know, like, my family, I did a lot of them with my family. But, you know, and that was considering we weren't as big Disney fans then. But, like, uh, you know, I've been to um, Fort Wilderness. We were, uh, I've been to the Fort Wilderness, the lodge, and I've been to the, you know, the campground, which we did last time, which was awesome. Uh, Saratoga's awesome. Um... There's what, uh, I've been to the Orleans one, um, what is it, Orleans Riverside, I've done that, uh, well, we ate there, but, 
You know, like, that's the thing. It's like, they all have, like, amazing restaurants, too. Oh, yeah, Contemporary. That's the one I was trying to think. Contemporary and uh, Polynesian are probably, like, the best ones to see. Mm. Like, if you're going to just go see a resort. And not only that with the resort hopping, it's cool. And some people, I'm not sure if everybody knows this, but when you do the, the hopping, as Josh was just slightly brushing upon, if you have the meal plan, it doesn't matter what resort you're staying at. Yeah, you can we, do any. We hopped over to the Polynesian. We ate, uh, we ate at their big restaurant, which was delicious. Don't you remember that? That was a long time yeah. ago. Uh, you're talking about Ohana. Yeah. Um, no, but like uh, on this past trip, we uh, we uh, resort hopped and we went over to Art of Animation because we wanted to check it out and we ate there, which was also good. Like we we weren't expecting their cafeteria to be that good. <laughs> I think we were all very impressed, right? Yeah, they were big. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, just like the resorts though, they're just so spectacular to see. And then like one I've never really done is like uh, um, what you call it, um, the boardwalk ones. Like, uh, I know they have a lot of stuff, like, because it's a boardwalk, so there's a lot of, like, games and restaurants. I've never done them, though. That's something I want to see on this next trip. I've done um, uh, the beach resort, because uh, we, we've eaten there a few times, uh, you know, my wife and I, and uh, we got attacked by a duck there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, like I'm saying, though, like, resorts are definitely awesome to see. Uh, before we move on from that, just really quick, if you're if you're ever staying at the campgrounds or you know anywhere near it, I highly suggest at nighttime doing what we did the first one of the first nights, where me me Josh and George we <laughs> got into our gym stuff and we actually went on a, a nice little jog and I gotta say it was actually really nice going on that run. Yeah, it was, it was really beautiful out there. And we almost got attacked by deer. Yeah, <laughs> they were everywhere. And they just looked at you like, come up on me. And you're like, bro, I, I'm on your left. <laughs> no, but, you know, re the resorts, you could almost make a whole trip out of just checking those out. Because mm -hmm. Especially since there's so many. Also, there's a hidden McDonald's uh, on property, if you don't know. It's over by uh, the All-Star Resorts on the way to Animal Kingdom. It's actually really good. We went there and ate, um, Elizabeth and I, uh, on this last trip. Um, just because it was late and we wanted to eat, but we didn't want to like drive that far, so we went there. Um, it was actually good though. Like, I will say, All Star is insane. Like that that one's insane. Pop Century, awesome place to go too. We of course we've stayed there. Well, I've stayed there. <laughs> I just realized I was like, oh no, that wasn't all of us. That was mm -hmm. me. I've stayed there twice now. <laughs> I would say my favorite though still is Saratoga. Saratoga, like, one of the best things about Saratoga is it's in walking distance to downtown Disney, or, well, Disney Springs now, so, like, you can just walk over. Or you can take, like, they have a huge bridge over, or you can take, like, a water, uh, you know, okay. some sort of water ferry or whatever, and, uh, water taxi over. But, uh, you know, another one? Be Our Guest Restaurant? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think we can all agree Be Our Guest is definitely one you should see. You know what's crazy? It's like, we haven't even eaten there. For all of us who have been there. Well, I mean, you got to eat there, and you said it was, it was really good. And just walking just up me. to the <laughs> entrance for this area, yes, by itself, you're just like, wow. When when they come out to get you is probably the most spectacular part. They come out with Lumiere, and if you have a child, they give it to the child, and then they uh, bring you in, and the doors open, and you're just like, I'm in, I'm here, I'm in the movie. <laughs> Where's Collinsworth? I need to speak to him. Dude, like like I said, I will say the West Wing I wasn't as impressed with. Uh, I know a lot of people are like super impressed by it. For me, it, it looks the same as like the library that we have at the, um, you know, um, was at the Sorcerer's Workshop. 
but it's it's it is cool seeing it. The coolest thing to me was the tapestry of uh, you know Beauty and the Beast. They have that in there, and then um, the the suits of armor talking to each other was probably like one of the best things. <laughs> kind of like the and part the gray stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say the gray stuff. The gray stuff is awesome. But, is it, uh, is it delicious? It is delicious. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, like, another thing is, like, characters. Like, I know, like, that's another thing with us being Disneylanders is, like, Disneyland, we really get the same characters. Disney World, because they're so big and expansive, you get a lot of, like, just, like, random characters. Like, I know one of the craziest I've seen uh, ever was I saw, it was, like, Friar Tuck and uh, Little John at uh from robin hood they were at animal kingdom and i i remember i was like why like why are they here <laughs> yes man oh whoa i forgot about that <laughs> just yeah. uh stopping by <laughs> that's the that's the cool thing though is you can see such like random characters there um but you know like uh I, i'm pretty sure anyone that was on the fence that listens to this podcast knows that we are definitely right right mr Edgar? we we can all agree <laughs> we, all <know. laughs> we all know we Definitely, though, like, our main thing is, like, uh, you know, seeing a Disney park is always good. It doesn't matter what's going on or what's happening. And, yeah, I understand a lot of people, this is, like, a once-in-a-lifetime trip, though I would say, like, definitely nowadays, once-in-a-lifetime really is not what you would say. Like, things aren't once-in-a-lifetime anymore. It's more like everyone, like, is at a point where, like, we do these things all the time. It's just that the, um, you know, how often you go, that changes. Like, I, I would definitely say, like, that's why I would say, like, seeing updates and seeing construction, it doesn't really make people go, oh, I'm not going to, uh, you know, I wish I would have been here to see this stuff. It makes them go, you know, next time I want to see this stuff, so I, I need to make sure to come back when this is open. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how I feel about it. So the thing is, though, that, like, that our main topic, though, our, our main idea is that Disney parks are always great to see, no matter what's happening. Because the thing is, is when it really comes down to it, you're there to spend time with your family and you know you're there for you know the magic of it all which you're not going to get at a universal park at a universal park you're going to get someone gouging you every five seconds and then like rides that just aren't that great or memorable and you know here's, <laughs> my here's, my anti-universal <laughs> platform like, just shoved in you know, here's my big thing though is that people who might be on the fence about this you're not going to have a bad time at a Disney park unless you're going there just genuinely angry at the world. I agree. And, the, like, to go to a Disney park and have a bad time, you really have to try. And, and that's the thing is that what, what we're really just saying is just that, you know, if you're on the fence about going this year, um, it's definitely worth seeing. But if you want to wait a year, I mean, that's on you. That, yeah. <laughs> that's really your budget. <laughs> Either way, like, when you go, you will have a good time. Exactly. Yeah. Where else are you going to get the magic? Exactly. Where are you going to get your, uh, what is it? <laughs> your $5 you churro. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter. <laughs> this churros. So that's going to do it for us this week. We want to thank you guys once again for listening. Uh, we super appreciate it, quite honestly. Um, I want to let you know uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and you can follow us on Spreaker. Uh, you can follow me on any social media. I'm at Geo Disney. That's G I O Disney. You can follow Hunter. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, the Disney Guy24, or on Twitter, Hunter3GATM. Uh, you can follow me on just Instagram, J182. I tried doing the Twitter thing. I didn't like it that much, so. Yeah, I saw you. 
<laughs> no, but you know, um, if you want to interact with us, that's a great way. You can also email us uh, at geodisney113 at gmail.com. Um, one thing I also wanted to say, uh, Guy Selga on Snapchat, if you have Snapchat, definitely worth following. This last week he was in Tokyo Disneyland, and if uh, you felt like you needed a reason to go to Tokyo and Tokyo Disney Sea, he following following him this past week made you know why. Like I, I just saw all this really cool stuff from Tokyo Disneyland, and I'm just like, now I'm just mad. I'm just like, <laughs> man, I need to check him. I need to go there now. But uh, you know, those are definitely like great ways. Uh, we want to say once again, though, thank you guys. We, quite honestly, and I know we've said it many times before, but you know, we're we're glad to see that people are actually listening because we would have been doing this regardless. But. You know, the fact that anyone is listening, we really appreciate it, and we thank you. Um, this is really, this is just us talking to each other on a normal basis. <laughs> uh, again, thank you, Mr. Iger. Thank you, Dave. Yes. Thank you, Dave, <laughs> and thank you, Bob Iger. <laughs> we know he's listening. But, uh, you know what? Um, I, I guess that's it, though. So, thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. See you guys later. Catch out. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow And tomorrow's just a dream away Man has a dream and that's the start He follows his dream with mind and heart When it becomes a reality It's a dream come true for you and me, so there's a great big view.